I've mounted and stuffed more bears than a taxidermist. It's Condé Nasty. And my single clapback also dropped this week. It's about my return trip to the clinic. It's Ursula the Sea Bitch. And this is Reading Drag Race, the show where we talk about whatever we want. But mostly RuPaul's Drag Race. Hey, Ursula, how are you doing? I am great. I am functioning on about four and a half hours sleep. So I am very primed to, to have opinions right now. I am similarly in a perfectly great lucid state of mind. This will be a trip. Welcome, everybody. This week, we do have a very special guest. It's the fourth chair of our pod. She's our Jabuki Young White, but even whiter. Please welcome Buffy Cummers. Yay! Woo! The crowd goes wild. Hey! How are y'all? Good. It's so nice to see your shining face uh, and your glassy eyes. This is going to be a real (laughs) treat for everyone. Look forward. Um, Independently, we didn't even plan this. We didn't even plan this, that we all uh, day drank and acted like idiots. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we're all on the same page. Me too. I'm loving your shiny blue crown. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, that's, I don't know. I, I was trying to distract from my glassy eyes, which you already called out. So it actually, honestly, it, them out. Yeah, it compliments them in a really luminous and beautiful way where it's <laughs> like, oh, I've taken a boy in this state of mind home from Berlin more than one times. And it was lovely and spacey. I've um, been that boy from Berlin many a times myself. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I hear you. My my biggest regret for my 20s is I always would cook them breakfast the next morning because I'd cook it for myself. If I could give my 20-something gay self any advice, it's don't cook a hoe breakfast. Because even if a month <laughs> from now it's clear that like you don't really have anything in common, they try to turn you into a boyfriend come hell or high water. Absolutely. There's yeah. no way I'm not going to force a second date for someone who cooks me breakfast after fucking me all night. Yeah, everyone gets coffee because I'm not a monster. But, you know, you don't get waffles unless you really went above and beyond. Like, See, you gotta, you gotta earn those was, waffles. I was always going to spoil myself with, like, a caprese omelet and home fries and espresso anyways. And if you're Whether around, or not I'll, they were there. <laughs> I, if you're around, I'll just make more. But they didn't know that. Anyways... Um, so, Ursula, you have been up quite a number of hours today because of something you were doing that I did not let you tell us about beforehand, so we could talk about it a bit up top. Yeah, so, so one of my friends works with a theater company who normally does this 24-hour play festival where everyone gets a prompt and they write, produce, script a play in 24 hours, and they turn it into a 48-hour film festival because of the corona. So at 7 p.m. last night, we got our prompt, and the two of us, uh, are, are, we are quarantine bonded. So I was in my friend's apartment. It was an amazing experience. Um, and we wrote it, and today we found a public park in which to film it, and there were a lot of very loud children, and I have gotten four hours sleep. So, yeah, I am creatively on fire, but exhausted. So, like, yeah, I, I'm looking at myself in the Zoom, and I can't tell if my pupils are so large that I can't tell they're there or so small that I can't tell they're there. But something's definitely wrong with them. So I think that's very funny because you <laughs> often go in a state of sleep deprivation. And amongst the three of us, I think you are the, the one who is closest to their normal functioning state. <laughs> I feel like Duffy <laughs> and I are visibly like, oh... You either aren't sleeping, you're not feeling well, there are chemicals, and yeah. But I, I can neither confirm or deny any of those. <laughs> I think you just confirmed that. 
Honestly. <laughs> that but that does sound like a very fun exercise for you. Yeah. I almost honestly hearing about it, I'm like, that's not a thing I've done before, but also I feel like that would be like a good quarantine weekend yeah. activity to really like stimulate the mind and creativity. Yeah, it was it was great. I'll tell I, I don't want to spoil the details because we're not done yet, but I'll tell you all about it later. I, I am excited. Okay, so we are here to discuss RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 5, Episode 8, The Finale. So much to talk about between this season and just this episode. So just at the top, ladies, what did you think of the chatter when the queens walked in and the whole glory hole thing? Oh yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Um, It was cute. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny when they were like, do we sound this fake? Like, yeah. was it Alexis who said that? I love that they made sure to mic Alexis. Like, we yeah, got, like, yeah. no audio from anybody else, but they made sure they were going to mic Alexis before they sent them out. It was wonderful. <laughs> oh, like, I'll say it was a good balance. It, in that whole sequence of the Queens returning, I think just about everyone had a really good sense of the game. So it's like, it was playful and silly, but no one took it too seriously. So it actually made it fun to watch for me. Yeah, you know what's odd is, it, I do think the whole, it's a reunion, we're putting you all on the couch and having you, like, hash your shit, like, we're building the reunion into this episode. I'm not really, like, a reunion episode guy, so whatever, but that wasn't a whole lot of the episode. I like that they included the whole cast in the finale episode. Yeah, over, yeah, totally. Like, overall. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, no. uh, yeah, I it, and they did it in the best possible way. Like, it, like it always bums me out. Like, especially on an All Stars, but in, it, in an original season two, you know, like the first the first person to go home, you just feel so bad for them. You know, like they didn't get to showcase anything that they, uh, you know, brought or prepared. And it's always, I think that this was my favorite utilization of eliminated queens because it was very kind it it, it it painted everyone in a nice light yeah they got to showcase the final totally. run. i know we're gonna get there i'm i know i'm getting way ahead of myself but it just Go like ahead. overall that really that really made me happy that they they let each queen have a moment to shine in the finale totally yeah i it, completely agree it felt nice it was it was it nice did. to it was nice to see this is what we've been asking for all see we've been telling the producers again and again these are all perf- like gay performers. You put them in a room, they will do and say interesting things if only to one up each other. That's how we show affection. Um, so like you don't <laughs> need you don't need to do more than that. And it didn't feel like it was sentimental. Like I I had all the feels when I watched it, but it didn't feel unearned or stupid. It was just like it is actually nice to see them again, and totally, that was totally. good. Yeah, no, totally, I, I completely that. Agree. That all being said, I, I wish that there was a legitimate reunion so that they could rehash all the drama, like, in a separate episode and just kind of, like, be sisters and lovey and have a lot of fun. Because, like, that was my favorite. Those were my favorite moments. Like, like um, uh, Mayhem Miller and... Uh, um, Alexis oh and India? No, Mariah. Like, oh, yeah. they were just, oh, yeah. like, Mariah was so fucking funny on that couch. Yeah. Yes, yeah. she was. <laughs> but I also, but again, I think they had a good, it was like a good law. It was like a good tennis match of a fun yeah. argument where they were just like, bitch, bitch. Like, yeah. They could just say bitch at each other in different intonations. And it's like, no one's really mad. No one's like actually 
real world angry. It's just like, yeah. this is, this was annoying to me in this moment, in this way, because of this. And I'm like, I get that, but I feel this way. And that was it. Like that, that's fine. I was so happy that Alexis got pretty much essentially completely validated. I was staring at my TV being like, connect the dots, get the timeline in there. And when she goes, yeah, telling someone who you already voted for after voting is complete isn't campaigning. For a show upset, for the show that keeps bringing up registering to vote, thank you for explaining how <laughs> voting works. Yeah, at this point, I honestly, I feel so weird talking about it because on some level I'm like, oh, so... This isn't, like, fun, catty gossip. I'm, like, so I think India Farah is, like, Tyra Sanchez-level crazy that she even, like, put herself in this position yeah. that was, like, bound <laughs> to happen. Uh, and so it's, like, a little, like, I don't even want to, like, gossip about it because I'm, like, oh, she's crazy. Um, that, that whole thing was... Uh, I still would have respected the move if, like, at this moment in this episode she would have been, like, yeah, I was fucking lying. That was my only move to stay. And like, like, like I can respect anyone who lies if they acknowledge their gameplay, if they acknowledge their lie. But she was still very like kind of that's coy much and, more like, respectable than yeah. making yes, less like, yeah. oh, you're yeah. nuts. Like, yeah. that's and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna shock the hell out of Condi Nasty right now. I'm about to say the first of two nice things I'm gonna say about Derek this episode. Watching her watch I'm the so drama. I'm so glad we're recording them. <laughs> Please proceed. Watching Derek watch the drama while not being responsible or sucked into any of it was genuinely charming. Yeah, I completely agree. By uh, the end of the episode, and I never ex- I never saw yeah. it coming. I want more Derek Barry, and I yeah. and I really really enjoyed. That. Yeah, to borrow a phrase, I really relicked it. Like. <laughs> That, oh, was, that funny. was so good. That, that was so good. I love a callback. Um, okay. I'm going to go on a tangent now that I was planning on going on at some point in this episode, probably later, but I'm going to go on it. I came of age and started going to gay bars when almost all drag queens, A, were super crazy and defensive because they'd still get publicly harassed. Drag was not cool in the gay community and other places. Mm. And the people who did do drag were almost entirely Britney Spears inspired, if not britney impersonators like it was really omnipresent and also and this is just something i remember no white drag queens seemed to realize that they needed to pad their hips at that time and so it was always clockable like if you're a kinsey five drag queens before drag race were like so clockable they could do everything right but then they'd have like the flattest white man butt um anyways i digress (laughs) um derek came of age doing Britney impersonation when like everybody was I don't think like we're sitting on a bendela here but I do feel like the show has been so hard on Derek for being a Britney impersonator but he is so funny in that lane and Britney Spears is like an idea a celebrity that is so big it's like an idea of a celebrity and she's kind of daft and all of that that I genuinely wish that they would have just allowed Derek Barry, who has been working six nights a week for over a decade now as a Britney impersonator to compete on this show once where it was like, we'd like you to mix it up, but we're not going to like knock you for looking like Britney. Like if they let his character be a comical take on Britney just once one contestant ever, they allowed that. I feel like if they, I would have liked to have seen that. And I feel like Derek is not like my favorite queen, but I feel like, they were so set on sending her home right away. 
And I wish there was more Derek in this. I mean, she made it to top five season eight for a reason. Everyone wishes there was more Derek. Everyone, even people who did not like Derek. I did not like Derek in season eight. Like, she was the villain. She was obnoxious. She, you know, like, she she didn't have diverse makeup skills, whatever. Um, uh, everyone wanted more Derek in season five. She She was good drama. She was entertaining. She was didn't take it quite as seriously it would have been nice to have more of her uh i think that you're gonna get that opportunity in that new rupaul show i think that Derek's lane is much more like real housewives of drag race like i i i i hope i don't know exactly what that vegas show is gonna be but it seems like they're gonna go a, a little bit behind the scenes maybe have a little bit of drama and and Derek barry in a in a real housewives-esque reality show but with a real show that lets her show off her her talents her personality and like her talents for drama and her talents for you know performing i i think that that is 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 going to be a much better utilization of of her as a i forgot that i forgot that that was even happening i've seen the stills i haven't seen any ads i need but I, i agree with you we'll get more vanjie and more Derek, right yeah it's vanjie Derek, cameron uh evie uh naomi smalls and i think there's one i'm forgetting there is but that's enough no i yeah. i'm actually real i when they announced it i was i was like i'm really excited for this like i think it'll be fun to see the drag queens in a different format and everything i've seen of the show makes me think well that's a motherfucker of a show and i wish we could all still go to it see so. i feel like all i know is that it exists and i saw a video of Vanjie practicing with her backup dancers. I need to look this up and like find the ad reel or whatever. All right. So let's get back to this episode. (laughs) Uh, I definitely took us on a tangent early, but I stand by that. And I'm happy to hear you say that because I do feel like Derek deserves a little more exposure. Um, Also, Ursula, I know you are never on YouTube in order to prove to yourself that you're not actually a millennial. um, But I recommend that you occasionally look at funny things that Derek has done on YouTube. Anyways, moving uh, on from that, um, I did like the three of them playing around in the workroom later. Like the just the, the pillow fight. Yeah, the image of Shay slow motion hitting Jujube with with her with, with her boob. That's that's just comedy for the ages. That that's up there uh, with like you know who's on first and shit. That that was just perfect. <laughs> I agree. So the main challenge is a classic top three finale musical number with the fifth chair of the show, Tadra Call, doing the choreography. Um, performing to a song that, what is it? Clap Back. Clap Back. Yes. I think this is the closest thing to an apology the Vixen will ever get from RuPaul. The fact that this is the song. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, that's real. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, do you just want to get into the actual main challenge? Yeah, I mean, me too. We we can talk about the rehearsal real quick. Everyone was a joy. There, end of discuss. Like, oh, completely. Yeah, Juju. Cracker making fun of Cracker making fun of uh, Blair. Like remembering all of the. <laughs> that yeah, was she's coming Oreo. for everybody's crown. She's yeah, remembering yeah. all of this. Like, yeah, hide a- your kids, hide your crown. That was really funny. Juju saying, "Am I flexible? I mean, if you call me at six and ask me to be somewhere at seven, I'll be there at seven, but." Do my muscles bend? No. Like, yes. That was... By the way, I was watching this episode with that girl who laughs so loud the entire apartment complex shakes. <laughs> and 
literally had to pause that for like four minutes of riotous belly, belly like literally she said that is my favorite drag race quote ever <laughs> um, um, it, it's high up there for me too i no, really and even that. even at the end when she goes like i need some help with the footwork oh, which part all of it well that oh my like, god you broke todrick he died <laughs> i love the way that she like flirtatiously called todrick to like help her then after it, the whole thing i fucking love juju i'll monologue on that later but um yeah no that was also, great also, like, I, I don't know if it was, like, the production or if it was just, like, Todrick's mood, but I really appreciated that there was never any, like, fake out that this is going to be terrible. Like, yeah. like, Todrick didn't yell at anyone. Like, it was just, like, playful and fun and supportive the whole time. Like, yeah. I we're aware that We're aware that we are going to see a fully formed, like, functional product at the end. Right. Like, stop, 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 stop with this bullshit. The misdirect is like it's never helpful, and we know that that's what you do. Now it's just annoying. Like, yeah, yeah. So it was we... nice that Todrick got to like fall to the floor and say like, "She said all of it." Like yeah. that just it was just charming. Yeah, it's like we know Juju's not the strongest dancer, but we also know Juju's a professional who will yeah. either figure it out or figure out how to distract you from not figuring it out, and both of them will be delightful. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have been said any better. I agree completely. <laughs> All right, so then we get to the main performance. What did you ladies think? It was fine. Yeah, yeah, you could see Juju doing the work, but she did wow, the work. Okay. So, you know, you know com- in comparison to Shay, Shay does it and then is just, well, you are just a piece of heaven that fell down to earth that we didn't deserve, but we get to see it anyway. Here's my dollar. Um, but Juju was good. Like, she was funny. She was present. Like, even when she was looking like, a little shaky she never broke the performance over it i feel like for me both juju and cracker their recordings were not great crackers was particularly like ooh, i don't feel like all this is being enunciated enough it's sort of messy yeah. the recording but i feel like both of them are enunciated? like the- <laughs> that's funny <laughs> i i t- <laughs> Not all of the words were appropriately enunciated, um, <laughs> but I do feel like it was, they were both like, this isn't your lane. This isn't like what you do. You're doing it the best you can. And I can see a little uncertainness and, and trepidation and crackers, right? Sometimes she is on the two and the four and not the one, and the three, whatever. But I do feel like uh, they did well. And then Shay, and then it gets to Shay and it's like, yeah. Why has Beyonce or Lady Gaga not reached out to do a collab with Shay at this point? Is honestly Whoa. how I feel. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I know. Even, even <laughs> if Beyonce just did a video that had, like, the aesthetic simplicity of, like, the all the single ladies for, like, a new song where it was pretty much, like, her and Shay in, like, Ivy Park athletic wear yeah. looking, like, hot and, like, black excellence doing a dance together while Beyonce sings, like, you get to Shay and you're like, even though Todrick tried to make this hard, he couldn't. Because you have, you are so fucking good. Yeah. Um, Which I, is I, why, like, and I'm not mad about it, but we knew coming into this episode, Shay is going to fucking slay, and I mean slay, and win. Like, yeah, it was, yeah. it was a joy to watch. You could tell it was effortless for her. I want so much more for her. This woman belongs on like this 
on such a bigger platform. Yeah. Agreed. I saw I saw a promo still of the of the song look and in the still I was like, "Huh, I'm questioning the wig because that that kind of just like slick back single ponytail I'm like is that enough of a look and then i was like oh nope it's perfect it perfectly highlights it is it is like the it's the little thingy at the end of the whip that makes it go crack so when her body moved then the hair would move is like the punctuation mark and i'm yep. like well i was the fool to doubt you without it being cumbersome she knew yeah. exactly what she was doing and it yeah. was the right yellow to contrast with the black and white of yep. her attire. every single detail feel- perfection I agree. And it is the type of thing where it's like, just looking at the still, I question your choice. And then I see you performing it. And I'm like, you knew exactly what the fuck you were doing. Yeah, Who the be... fuck am I to have even thought that you might have yeah, been making I'll, a mistake? I'll be um, over here hiding my shame. So yeah, thank you. Pretty much. Um, um, so we like Shay. Yeah. Um, also, first Chicago winner. Yeah. I know. I know. It's, like, and she's we have such, such a perfect one. Oh, she is. We have such a deep bench of queens who have come out of this city. Like, so many amazing queens. So many top three queens. Shay is shockingly the first Chicago winner. I'm so glad because, like, I've made this joke before over the course of this season. Like, I'm just, I was just always worried anytime Shay might be up for elimination. And the way I knew it didn't happen was I didn't look out my window the next morning and see my city engulfed in flames. And let me be clear, they would be the righteous flames that would burn away the sinners. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that those flames would be wrong, but I'm just like, thank God. She, she uh, I'm so glad she got it. Just, it's, it's what I, it's, it's, I know it's what she needed and her getting what she needed was what I needed. I, I agree. totally agree. I totally I agree. agree with that. There was no, there was no way I was going to enjoy this finale unless she was crowned. There, yeah. there yeah. just wasn't. And, and like, I also fully knew that this was what, where we were headed. I mean, like, yeah. the last challenge is a dance challenge. That is where she shines. She shines in multiple, you know, arenas. arenas. But this is, this is where she shines the most. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I knew it was happening. And it was just, I, I didn't care. I still needed to see it. Yep. Oh, I, totally. I, totally. And I was so, I was ugh, so fucking elated. Yeah. 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 You know, just because you know how where something's going doesn't mean it's not good. T- I've, always Titan- been, I've always said that. Yeah, yeah. the Titanic yeah. sinks at the end. I don't know if you knew that, but I still enjoy the movie. Every time I watch, I'm like, maybe it won't sink this time. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Steer the other way, the other way. Just, nope, <laughs> not happening. Um, but same with Drag Race. Like, like some of my favorite, my, my favorite and most compelling seasons are the seasons with, like, runaway winners. Like, yeah. All-Stars 2, uh, season 6 with Bianca, season 8 with Bob. Like, those are iconic seasons because you just see fucking excellence not giving a shit that they're around other fabulous performers uh because they are going to win completely completely that being said juju b brought it this week like absolutely it was it was actually it was really fun to watch like um do we want to move into the to the runway looks now yeah real quick maybe this is a dumb but like what's your ranking for for the uh performance Shay's obviously won, and then is it... I would say Shay, Cracker, Juju, just because Cracker was, like, more consistently in the... Moment, moment. confident, yeah. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give her credit for reclaiming that uh, shape of dress from the memory of Sherry Pie, so now someone else has done that skirt shape again, and it's back, so, hey. That's my thinking too. I, I actually felt like the recording that Cracker had was so bad that it was distracting for me. And even though I saw a little more trepidation in Juju, it, for me, 
okay. it would be Juju Cracker. But it's also like, so Shay literally should be working with Gaga and Beyonce. Yeah. And Megan the Stallion, frankly. Or like there's Juju and Cracker who are very good. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. worlds apart. Yeah. But yeah, uh, why don't we take a quick break and then take it to the runway? Isolated at home? Desperate for human contact but afraid of risking the other side of your front door? Wondering if you still remember the scent of a man? Distant Daddy Deliveries is here to help. Once a week, we'll send a handsome silver fox to your home who will maintain six feet of physical distance and a world of emotional distance. Just like your real father. Do you find you miss the feeling of never being good enough? Do you ache for disapproving silence? Have you finally given in to the fact that you'll only ever love men who will never love you back? Distant Daddy Deliveries is here for you. And Reading Drag Race has a special offer code just for you. Go to the website and enter the code FROYDIAN for all your disapproving father figure needs. And for those of you looking for the opposite experience, we'll be setting up our other service where we send you an oversharing mother with no boundaries, whose well-intentioned support still sometimes feels oppressive like a weighted blanket, next week. All right, and we are back. Um, I did want to say I forgot to mention this. So the glory hole at the top of the episode, today I, I went into my Animal Crossing and decided to turn half of the island into a gay beach. And my husband came by and was like, so you've got these group showers and these short, short make mannequins in the stalls and these like stylish custom towel prints, but you need a glory hole. And I was like, Correct. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. As as ever, I love you and am embarrassed to know you. <laughs> you you love me, bitch. Uh, don't don't pretend to be prudish, honey. I know what your weekends consisted of before quarantine. So if you actually put a glory hole in the island, could you call it a Tom Nook? Ah, but I'm <laughs> All right. Um, and we are here. Ursula, do you want to take us down that runway? Oh, I, I would be happy to. Jujube was so beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was stunning. I like where, truly stunning. Like I, you know, it's always that balancing act of when do you deploy a look like that? Do you do it up front to prove you can, or do you hold off to like end on that kind of note? And what a perfect look! Every single detail, every facet, every angle, every bit of movement gorgeous the colors the just uh just the way the sash moved and offset the golds and just i was blown away like that that is easily in my top 10 if not my top five drag race looks now like i can't even i agree with you completely and it was perfectly executed with so many of the details my husband used to live in thailand where the hindi buddha is the very present like religious figure and he gagged at this Mm just completely um yeah it is it was stunning um i was so happy to see her do this too because i feel like this is the third season where juju was really kind of the bridesmaid yeah. the whole season they're the maid of honor the whole season um always made you know she's always like second place she's always standing out in her runways are always like ready to wear mall looks that fit the challenge kind of and I feel like between last week and this week, I feel like she really showed us that she yeah. can do more, you know? Yeah. And I, I I, loved it. It was such a beautiful statement. I loved hearing her talk about being a femme, gay, Asian man. Yeah. Very comfortable. Like, the whole thing. I loved it. Ah, uh, beautiful. Um, 
Cracker was next, and I really liked it. It was very good. It didn't make me, like, pee myself with glee the way Jujubees did. I, I did like the attempt at, like, the, the specificity, um, that, that kind of headpiece. I was having a little trouble reading what it was supposed to be until she explained she had done a deep dive into her, her Russian ancestry. Because uh, if you look up, like, any picture from, like, the like late 17, early 1800s Russian nobility, that headdress is real popular. Uh, but not in a color palette like this. Not one. in that color palette, I agree. Um, but it was still interesting to see. I also kind of enjoyed... There's this thing, like, like you know how in the grocery store there's, like, the food, the aisles with food, and then there's the aisles with, quote-unquote, ethnic food, as yeah. if white people don't have ethnicities? It was like, I kind of appreciated a queen digging into her actual background to come up with some piece of culture to work on that, therefore, is not appropriative. That yeah. I liked that thought process. While pulling from a different aesthetic and, wheelhouse and from than, we like, don't see 20th a lot. century. Yeah, no, I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah, uh, like... It's one of those, for the record, you know, white is not an actual ethnicity. It's a status. That, it's just like, it's one of those, like, when people, like, like, when the idiots talk about white history, they're just being reductive morons. You actually have an ethnic background, and if you care to learn about it, then you would also have culture to pull from to make your costumes. Go for it. And I, re- so I really like that. I hadn't thought about it in those terms, but you make an excellent point. I also liked it but did not love it, and I do think that doing this silhouette in a color palette like this was an interesting choice. I've never seen anything like it, so. And, that, and it, those are two very, those are very her. I mean, she is yeah. very, like, bubblegum pink meets, yeah, like, like Russian. Jewish, <laughs> Jewish girl in America. Jewish girl. It, I, I, I also, I also love that. I really love the headpiece. I love the crazy long hair. Um, I don't know anything about, like, the tradition of the silhouette. I, I, like, I think that it would have benefited her to do maybe something a little bit, like, have a little bit more of liberty when it came to the silhouette if she was going totally traditional. Mm. Um, especially since she took the liberty to, like, you know, make it a bright color. I will say it did also kind of, like, with the Fabergé egg and the, when they, when, when, especially when they were doing, like, the highlight reels, and they showed the Fabergé egg reveal dress. I'm like, oh, this actually has kind of been a theme this season. Like it was, yeah, it, she had like, a line. yeah, it was kind of like, oh, I see. I actually see like a arc for your your looks and your things this season. I'm like, well, well, well done. I feel like this is the third. I could be misremembering this, but I thought this was like the third run day, runway where she re- mentioned Rush, her Russian heritage in some way. It, um, yeah, I'd have to go back and check, but I, I I'm yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, it was it was a good choice. And then, lastly, we have Shay. Buffy, what did you think of this look? On, like, first look, I was obsessed with her hair and makeup, because I'm always obsessed with her hair and makeup, and was not overly thrilled with the dress. Uh, but... The more I looked at it, the more editorial I realized it was, and just how fucking stunning it would be in a photo shoot. And then once I heard and saw the picture of her mother in her prom dress, I was like, this is such a beautiful story and a beautiful homage and a beautiful tribute. It, it, it really made me fall in love with it uh, in a way that I didn't expect. I would agree with all of that. I totally knew the reference she was making and was like, this isn't my favorite reference like in terms of the fashion styling of it but i it's also like it's not my favorite reference 
I didn't love it and I wanted to love it. And then with the story and watching it and seeing how much it hit exactly what it was trying to hit, like Balenciaga 1960s, like, I slowly fell in love with it. Exactly, exactly. Hersla, what did you think? I I loved it. And it, it was like one of those... Yeah, when it came out, I'm like, okay, it's pretty, it's big, it's pink, it's a silhouette she's gone to before. But then the detailing really emerged, like the eye makeup and the height of the beehive, like little, all the little shit really came together. And she looked like a walking, you know, like Richard Avedon photo where it was just like, oh, absolutely. This is perfect. And that was the thing that got me when I thought about it. It wasn't just that she referenced the dress that would be in the photo. She actually manages to look like the photo itself come to life. There was a dreamy quality to all of the balancing of the pinks that yes. just made it look, it made it look like a film photograph. Like it had this like airy, ethereal quality that you were actually witnessing this frozen moment. And it's one of, and especially like in, a, in the hands of a lesser queen, it would feel so hackneyed and just nakedly manipulative to try to invoke her mother. But you're right. It's just like, you're the smart, you're one of the smartest queens the show has ever seen. You you know how to craft a presentation to be like it's carefully crafted, but it doesn't lose its honesty for it, and that is an incredible talent. Beautifully stated. I agree with you entirely, and I also think this is the type of dress where, because the nature of this type of design is so, it feels oversized at first. Tailoring it to your proportions feels hard, and then watching her walk in it, you're like. But of course she did it perfectly. So that every movement literally looks like a photograph. Well, I'll say this. Maybe it was just the beehive itself. But later in the show, when Shay was standing next to RuPaul, I'm like, I just assumed Shay was also like seven and a half feet tall. Have I been yeah. wrong this whole time? And I realized it's the, it's that dancer thing where like you carry yourself in a way and it looks like you're four inches taller than you are because your posture is so fucking good. It's just like... It, yeah, it was one of those, when it first came out, I'm like, okay, this, I almost thought it was going to be a safe look, but then when it, like, emerged on the screen, I'm like, oh, you made this thing to be stared at. <laughs> I, I agree. So then, do we want to talk at all about any of the other girls' runway looks? Oh, yeah. Oh, we have oh, to. Oh, fuck, yes, absolutely. I loved that they did it. It actually yes. did feel like this lovely... Like, it was the best parts of a reunion and the best parts of All-Stars. Like, you reminded us all why these people are here, why we liked them. Um, and here here we are. This with the second nice thing I'm going to say about Derek Barry on the I'm record. I'm so excited that I'm getting it recorded. Yeah. She was beautiful and in no way evoked Britney Spears. Like, that was just a staggering look. Like, I agree. Well, well done, ma'am. Like, I gotta I, look it up. I don't remember it. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was it very Frozen-inspired, but it okay, was that's very what I was well thinking. Done. That's what I was picturing. Like, yeah, it's, it was it's very not, well done. She didn't reinvent the wheel, but her wheel was very round. I can't dispute that. Like, it, 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 like fair play to Derek Barry. You made a beautiful look that in no way, even at my bitchy, sleep-deprived self, could possibly construct an argument that you were coasting on a superficial resemblance to Britney Spears. You, you nailed a beautiful look. Well done. <laughs> Condi uh, speechless. Yeah, she does look gorgeous. <laughs> I, the yeah. other ones that kind of stuck out for me would have been uh, Blair and Alexis. Um, yes, yeah. Alexis was stunning. Oh my god! I oh so pretty. Her hair, like that, that like 
almost reddish dark like what was it auburn i guess it would be but just like her hair was beautiful the detailing on the dress when she like moved and the light hit the different pattern in the dress it it was everything i liked about india's version of like that denser fabric yeah, with none of the things of i too. do but it was like yeah. so much lighter and mobile great mm-hmm. Luffy, where are you looking at these because now i'm like i know i remember liking a lot of them but i'm not finding a link i have not looked i just oh you're just I, remembering i just the only ones i remember i'm just gonna go yeah. off the ones that are like that yeah. made an impression to me uh, and the old- uh, i remember blair's and alexis's yeah blair was all blair was beautiful details yeah. up and down the line were there the only one i uh, i thought mayhem's was a little bit of a uh it was like too heavy and shapeless at the top but it was i mean her face was beautiful and the only one i didn't really like was was india like it was that same thing of like her proportions and de- it's like there's just something also the nude illusion like i wish i was a busty female porn star sort of vibe that she gives is so 90s and not sexy or classy or fun i did not yeah. like the whole watch me shake my breast moment um i also so i feel like a lot more of the black queens are doing things that are african inspired in terms of silhouette and styling and I wanted to like Mayhem's so much more than I did. Like, there oh, were parts yeah. of it that I really liked. It was but close. But the overall... Yeah. There's so... It had so many pieces and so many, like... My, let me reinvent this in a pantsuit kind of way. But the overproportion hanging of the top part that I couldn't even describe was a miss for me. And kind so of many... Of, yeah, yeah. And the color palette... The gold and the and the orange were wonderful for her complexion. A lot of it I liked. The neckline of it I remember liking. Um, and I think it was like off the shoulders or almost off the shoulders. But it did swallow her in a way that I was like, I want to like this for you so much, but I don't. And I I want to. But, um, yeah. I loved Mariah. Mariah was beautiful. Like It was just one of those... Okay, pageant the pageant queen excellence. walked out in a beautiful pageant yeah. dress, but, well, fuck, this is why we have pageants, isn't it? Like, yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure, for sure. I actually, I loved Blair's look, but I felt like she does this, like, I'm gonna, like, try to add a little swag and, like, almost like a nervous bounce in her step, that I was, like, that beautiful geometric thing. Like, just walk it, don't, like... Stop trying to add a swag to your look. Like, it, it made the fabric move weird. I... I don't know. There's something about Blair to me that feels like a little kid posing sometimes, even though yeah, she has so I many of that. the pieces together. And for me, that was like, this is a look where you just elegantly walk the runway. This swagger yeah. is like literally making the fabric look weird in a way that's taking away from a stunning look. I might just be mean to Blair Sinclair. You can be both. You can be right yeah. and mean. I so her hair the crown was great. Her, her yeah. hair crown was great. Her, her makeup was beautiful. Like, All that is true. All that is yeah. true. I realize I watched the pit stop usually after we record this, and I realized that Bob the drag queen and I have almost the same opinions on everything. And she similarly is like, I like Blair, and I see a lot of talent in her. Let me tell you everything that annoyed me, or I think she did wrong now. And the guests are always like, "What the fuck?" Um, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, all right, that's it for the runway, and then yeah, okay. So for the the lip sync. I have to say, as st- I'm not saying Juju's lip sync look was better than her runway look because that's not accurate, but I still was stunned by that lip sync look. That the little the little pointed shoulders just punctured my my heart. I just loved that look so much. 
So did I. Um, so the girls lip sync to Make Me Feel by Janelle Monet, and I agree with you. I loved I loved Juju's look for the lip sync, and I'm gonna say it, I think Juju won the lip sync. She was real classic and basic. Like, there was nothing she was pulling out that was exceptional. But she, hers was the most compelling performance of the lip sync. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter that argument. Um, what I loved about Shay's was Shay's had the most clear story. And I think it ties into the artist because she was giving you that kind of robot thing, which I think ties into Janelle Monet's like... Dirty sexy, computer. Yeah, sexy robot, dirty computer vibe. And what I really liked was Shay didn't let it go... Shay acted like the other people couldn't pull focus from her, and that's what did it for me, where it wasn't like Shay never gave in to trying to play off or around what else was going on, and I think she held the story really well. So I really responded to her interpretation of the Janelle Monet song as like part of Janelle Monet's music. I hear what you're saying. I will say when Cracker did her glitter tits reveal moment and yeah. shimmied across the stage, which I don't think really worked, but it's would so probably work well in a small gay bar. Um, Shay, I don't even think Shay saw the glitter tits happening. She, you could see in her eyes, she saw Cracker doing this and it looked a little odd. And still doing a robot mannerism, she like emulated it in a way that she was absolutely engaging with what Cracker was doing and then did it the opposite direction. But that said, she moved to like the staccato undertone of the rhythm of the song for comedic beats. I hear what you're saying. It wasn't bad. It was a it was a POV. It was a good take on the song. It made sense with Jan- Janelle Monet. I'll say it right now. The worst performance we ever get from Shea Coulee is a B. I think this was a B. To my surprise, Juju did a classic lip sync to it that was like the best Juju could be, but it was an A. I still think Shay won the main challenge and won the runway and like won the season. Won the season. Like, yeah. Like, I, I, this I mean, was coming. I'm just saying, I honestly, to my surprise, yeah. I thought Juju won the final lip sync, which I would not expect to say when I started watching this episode. I, I, would, I would give it to Shay by a nose, but I get what you're saying about Juju and. I want to, th- and again, kind of like with uh, Shay and Sasha in season nine, watching Juju crush it these last couple of weeks, just crush it dead, crush it into a fine paste that you could snort, but you wouldn't because you're sober now. Just made the ending so good because even if we always felt that Shay should and would get it, when Juju comes roaring in with those last two looks, you're like, Fuck, she's good too. And like, it's funny the whole fucking time. Yeah. And it's oh, yeah. very funny and likable and in second place for almost every challenge three seasons in a row. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know they don't give consolation prizes or runner up or what or career average, but I fucking want a career average crown and a hundred thousand dollars for Juju B. I also desperately want Jinx Monsoon and um Bendel the Creme. To give her a tertiary part in whatever their next like Christmas show is, <laughs> Ooh, because I would love that, that that woman understands comedic timing and comedic <laughs> delivery, and Ju- Juju belongs on a bigger stage too. Like I want great things for all these yeah. girls. Yeah, um, I yeah. I gotta say I was underwhelmed by 
all three of the lip sync performances. I was underwhelmed by the song choice. I love that song. I don't think it's the right song. I don't think it's emotional totally. enough. Totally. I don't think it's joyful enough. It's a little too mid-tempo in time. It, it just... It, it was not the right song choice. Um, I, I, I get I, that. I, I get where you're coming from. I agree I, with you. Yeah. Like, it, to be fair, I don't think I've ever, like, been blown away by a, a All-Stars lip sync battle. In fact, I know I haven't because All-Stars 2, I think, All-Stars 2, I think, was my favorite. And it was, like, a very emotional, you know, like, slow song. I don't remember what song it was, but I, I remember um, uh, If I Was Your Woman, right? And you were my man. I yeah, think that, yeah. was, that was a song. Right, like, right. Yeah, that was like a very emotional, slow, like these queens are so hungry for this win uh, moment. Uh, and then All Stars three. I mean, it was Kennedy like doing pirouettes versus uh, Trixie like ripping her hair out. And then four was the worst cartwheel ever seen on television. Uh, and then this. So I've never enjoyed a final lip sync on All Stars, but I was still underwhelmed by it. Okay. I hear what you're saying. I do think it was a particularly bad choice. I think it's an interesting choice that some queens could do really well. I think for a finale, it was a bad choice. Yeah, no, and that is a, that is a regular season song. Like, that is like a middle of the season song. Yes. Um, and I did not think... I thought... I, I respect that Shay made a choice and stuck with it. For me, it landed at a B. Juju, I think, showed up like... I think Juju gave her A-plus effort and gave an A-plus performance, and she's not a phenomenal dancer, and it's a weird song to dance to. I think Shay won the episode before. Exactly. And I'm glad I, she got There's never won. a doubt the crown. that she had right. won. Yeah. Um, but, but it was still... I still enjoyed watching it. Partially, I think, just because I enjoy the song, even if the lip sync was like, meh. And honestly, hearing you do that recap, I am like, oh, this is the best since All-Stars 2. Uh, um, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. I, which I think is a production <laughs> comment more than anything. Yeah. It wasn't great. Um, all right. And so Shay gets crowned. She is elated. I've got to say, for me, Shea Coulee was an all but crowned. You had nothing to prove to us, but I would love for you to come back to television because I fucking love you and I want to see more of you. Um, I'm very happy that she is now an official and formally crowned queen, a queen of color from Chicago, who absolutely deserves this, and I hope it only leads to a bigger platform for her, because she fucking deserves it, and she has the chops. She is so impressive and so likable. Shea Coulee is black excellence. Forever. Shea Coulee is excellent. She is our queen. I am so happy. We have a, we have a black... Uh, we had a black queen, a black uh, Miss Congeniality, and now a black All-Stars queen this season. Best thing in 2020. Best part about 2020. So, yeah. I guess, what are your th- what are your ladies' thoughts this side of the season? I, I, I'm happy that the production kind of went in... I don't know. Charitable is the wrong word, but it's the only word that's coming to me. Like, they, like... They didn't have a queen that has that probably regrets coming on this show. You know what I mean? Like coming on this season. Like there isn't a milk where like she was better off before coming back to All Stars. Uh, or like like everyone, they were kind. The production was really kind to everyone. Everyone got a chance to showcase. 
I don't know. I think that all the queens are very happy that they went on this season. They got to promote themselves. They got to show their talent. They got to... You don't feel like there was a sacrificial lamb villain? I don't. Yeah. And like, I mean, if India would be the only one, but India, I mean, you know... Had like no existence. Did it to herself. Like there's no production there. Yeah. She Um, had like no following and very much did it to herself in a way that we absolutely saw. So I agree. I agree. Um, I, I don't know. I do feel like I agree with everything you said there. That said, on the whole, my feeling is like, at this point, the fingerprints of production are so visible that just as, like, a cleansing experience, I would love it if they made a point to, like, really not produce and just, like, let what happens happen one season. Never gonna happen. I, I know, I know, I, I know that, but I do feel like, I mean... Let's put it out in the world. Let's put it out in the... I'm yeah. putting it out in the world, A. B, I do feel like, they think they are much better at it than they are, which history has proven over and over again. And I'm not going to go through re- the receipts because it's obnoxious and long-winded, but they're n- and not. We've already done yes, episode. but they're not as good about <laughs> at it as they think they are. And I feel like this season was good, but I also feel like they really tried to downplay Shay in ways that felt transparent a lot in order to make it yeah. feel like a tighter race than it was. Um, and it annoyed, it yeah, annoyed me. me. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, for, for me, the, se- the season the season ended better than Agreed. it started yeah. for me. Um, because, like, especially with Juju's fucking... Like, if you're going to end, end that way. Jesus I agree. Christ. Um, but, like, at the start, it did feel like, like, Shea And then you name some of these other queens, and I'm like, well, they're going home early, yeah. aren't they? It didn't it like Alaska and Katya had like a they were close enough and different they were different enough in style but close enough in raw talent and ambition that the end result was like a real race the whole time and I feel that what was that's what was missing from the first half of the season and the challenges weren't good enough to carry it like that girl group was a little tepid. No, the TMZ wasn't great. Like it, the the challenges, and and this kind of goes hand in hand with the critique of the producers, where it's like, you all need to like go on a retreat and like just like clear your minds and like come at this with a fresh perspective, have a nap or something. I just the gears weren't locking into place in the early half of the season. Um, by the end, though, I, I was really appreciated. I, like I liked it more than I thought I Thank would. Thank you for thought. bringing up the challenges because that reminds me, like how like. I am so incredibly sick of Michelle and Rue, like, sticking to their narrative of personal growth with, with queens. Like, you know, like, like they'll give, they'll give a queen a challenge. Like, you know, you're doing too much of this. You need to do more of that. And then, you know, like, oh my God, look, you've listened to me. And now you're every, now you're a winner. You're everything I want you to be. And like, like when they were praising Cracker for finally like coming out of her shell and not being afraid all the time, I'm like, the last two challenges were comedy writing challenges. Those are things she will excel at, regardless of your dumb critique about her being in her head all the time. Like that is why that is why she's on an upswing. Yeah, you know, like it has nothing to do with your you know like like pseudo psychology bullshit. Yes, uh, they're they're so weirdly comfortable being like. We're over here and have barely ever interacted with you in your life, but we're going to armchair psychology you with, like, 
pseudo-psychology self-help books from like the 70s that were like mostly sold in the state of California and we're just gonna project this narrative onto you yeah and for me it's like Cracker's a very smart neurotic cerebral drag queen who's one of the best comedy writers the show has ever seen and sometimes she's getting in her head because she's editing the punctuation of that you're like get out of her head your head narrative is like cute She's the same person. This is her second time at the rodeo. I don't even think her work process is that different. She's just better about, like, handling it and snapping out of it. It's not, like, this big, per- like, personal transformation. She's just, yeah. frankly, has more experience, more practice doing it now. It's also good that she's so cerebral. That's why she writes such good, funny jokes. Like, yeah. It's, I want a smart comedy queen. Like, yeah, I, I am. I am just. I'm a little sick of the like. Thank you for finally listening to me, and that is why you're succeeding. Like, they need to stop inserting themselves into the queen's success as much as they do. I think they echo. They are in an echo chamber together. Fully, but they fully. realize they like have no idea. Nobody else is in that echo chamber with them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think they realize how alone they are in that echo chamber. But I yeah. agree with you. I. I would really like that narrative to exist less. And, Hersla, I agree with you. It's both the the actual challenges, but I also feel like they, they like, make a point to be underwhelmed. I, I just, I feel like, when I wa- even when I watch it, I can tell how they're trying to edit it to, like, make something that's impressive feel less impressive. And it's yeah. just, it's gotten so, like, just, you're not good at this. Stop trying to do this. I know they won't, but I wish they would. <laughs> Anyways. Any other thoughts on the season or the queens or what we would like to see different in an all-star season in the future before we wrap this up? A radically different, but still very normal, judging process. <laughs> it was funny seeing all the all the queens come back because the three top queens were absolutely, like, campaigning they can't do for... A well, they, but they were still campaigning for the vote as though a jury might happen. Yeah. Like, they, like maybe I've just been watching so much Survivor during quarantine that, like, I, I only see this, like, you know, mm-hmm. campaigning for a vote lens. But, like, they were all... Matt like, Rogers has really gotten to you, hasn't he? Fully. Well, yeah. And, and uh, um, yeah, my roommate's obsessed with uh, um, Survivor. So we've been, like, just binging it nonstop. Y'all get into it. It's so much fun. Uh... But yeah, it was funny watching all three of them be like, y'all are my sister. Like, it was just, they were they were very much like, just in case there is a jury vote, I'm going to campaign for your vote. Yeah, I will not be Shangela at this point. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. They were making nice. It's like everybody sitting on that couch had some, some prompt that was nebulous. That's like, you all are going to sit down, talk out your shit, and like, you have... Like, they did something to make sure they were motivated to to do exactly what they did. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. I feel like it would be... I like that they made it a little more We Are a Family for the finale this time. Yeah. And yeah. I do feel like there's lots of different reconfigurations of All-Stars that can make it more fun than it is because I do feel like it's a show where a lot of us by the end are like fucking exhausted. Um, yeah. Like Manila, Bendela, that whole thing. Like it's just, yeah. it's a lot. It would be nice to have it feel a little more about the drag than the drama. 
I say that every week, but I'm saying it again now. Um, But that said, I did love the way it closed. I would love to see Juju have a one-woman show or be in a show that travels that I get to see because I feel like she is not prominent enough and she is so talented. I hope that we find... I don't know. I, I hope this leads to her being on a bigger platform and being in a position where I can go see her at least once a year in some show that she's on that's coming. If they gave her like a 1970s variety hour on a network, I'd watch it. So would I. In a minute. She's yeah. funny all of the time. Honestly, as much as I love Shay and I was coming here to like watch Shay win, I also love Juju. And Juju yeah. being funny the whole time was like, honestly, maybe the biggest highlight of the season for me. I feel yeah, like she blasphemous. my ass up the whole time. Me Ugh. too. I feel I mean... blasphemous because I love Shay. I can love them both. I love them both. Yeah. You, your your heart is like a house. You can always add extra room. There we go. There we go. Aww. And on that note, I think we're ready to wrap up this episode. Thank you, Buffy Cummer, so much for joining us. It's always oh, yeah. a blast to have you. Oh, absolutely. I had a blast being here. Thank you, Hersula, for always being so charming, funny, and incisive. Aww. I, I would cry, but I haven't had moisture in any part of my body in decades. <laughs> And with that, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It helps other people discover the podcast on iTunes. Until next season, I've been Condé Nasty. I'm Ursula the Sea Bitch. Bye. Oh, God, you're saying moisture in your body makes me want to get bread. <laughs> <laughs>